back on the podcast today with Luke Staffrace. How's it going, mate? Yeah, good, good, thanks. Got you face-to-face in the podcast studio today. Yeah, good studio, <laughs> love it. Good atmosphere. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about your story, mate. Like, it's been, we were just talking about it off-air, but it's been five and a bit years now since yeah. you started training with, with me. Tell us, paint a bit of a picture about, like, what it kind of looked like say six years ago when you before you started training because I think that's what I'd love for you to share because I think there's probably a fair few people that might listen to this that could be, be in a similar potentially be in a similar situation so yeah yeah well I started having back problems early like 2014 um, every now and then like you know the back would go and like didn't know at the time what was going on but like it really pinch and couldn't bend over, couldn't put on me socks and shoes. Um, and then 2017 did it really badly, like like it was really pushing against the nerve where I could barely like walk. Yeah. Um, so went to a few GPs, um, a few physios, and they all sort of had MRIs, done all that. Um, the f- first GP obviously was, they're going to have to have surgery, cut the disc, yeah. Um, it ended up being a 15 mil prolapse disc, so it was pushing against the nerve, yeah. which would um, sort of affect the left side of my lower part of my body. Yeah. Um, and then so I've got a few other opinions with it, um, and all pretty much wanted to do the same thing: was operate, cut the disc, yeah. um, so to move it away from the nerve. Um, physio sort of was agreeing with the, the GP saying. And, and the surgeons, it was really, that was my go-to. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, so uh, 2017, October, then start of 2018, uh, me and my wife sort of started shopping around, I guess, to see what other options i got, what help can I get, because I didn't want to have an operation, and yeah. I didn't, not on my back. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've seen a few um, PTs, um, and then come across you on... I think it was on your website, maybe. I was having a look at... Uh, Burjo sent it to me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so we... Yeah. Um, yeah, then I said, I'll give you a ring, and we rang you, met up with you, and then we sat down, and, yeah, Mel sort of said, like, you were by far the more um, perfect for my needs, like, what I wanted to do, where, you know, everyone was like, okay, we'll strengthen your core, but we'll do this, we'll do that. Yeah. Um, where your your package of obviously mobility because my mobility was no good. I guess your understanding was like, yeah, well, this is what I want. I want to go back to riding a motorbike. Yeah. Um, like that wasn't even mentioned with any other PTs. It was just like, yeah, oh, yeah, we'll get you strong, but get me strong in the right places or like. So, yeah, that's when I'm like, all right, we'll give it a go and yeah, five years no surgery, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like it. Yeah, it's especially like when it when your back goes like it was going every couple of years it'd go like I'd pick up some socks and my back would let go like yeah just little things so when, um, when you say it'd go like what did that look because it was pretty when you first started with me it was like it was fairly serious like even walking was yeah yeah I couldn't fair, fair bit of a challenge for you wasn't it yeah well throughout it wasn't just a it wasn't just a slight bit of pain like it was pretty serious yeah th- throughout December the kids had to put my socks and shoes on because yeah. I couldn't do it myself yeah. Um, like I couldn't even get in a car. Yeah. To, or get out of a car if I got, even got in. 
Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it was like it was just that nerve. It's just a burning, but it's also like takes your breath away. Like it's mm. not, it's not something you can see physically, but people that have had back pain, like it's like yeah, nothing else, especially yeah. when that nerve is yeah. getting squashed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that that's sort of how I come across and started training with you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what, like what did training? Because you were you were fit and active like up to that point so what did training look like like before you started with me what was what was training sort of looking like in that period of time uh i'd try to do about oh, somewhere between 150 and 200 k's a week on the road bike yeah and sort of 10 k's running yeah a week like in seven days yeah that was my training yeah um so yeah i could run and that's sort of i guess football background yeah just run and cycle cardio yeah yep never stretched um stretch i stretched maybe when i was playing footy before footy but yeah before riding or training there was no warm-ups no stretching just go yeah um and then yeah so i guess the first i mean the first six months training we had a couple of hiccups where it was sort of good and then niggled a little bit yeah it definitely was it's an it's like it's a, it's not going to be a linear, perfectly linear line. No, nah, no, like that's right. When you come in from that plate, like pain is a complex thing. So yep. it's there was definitely some up and downs at the start. It wasn't just a yeah, yeah do well, this think, and it fixed it instantly. Like there was a fair bit of to and fro in there. Yeah, well, I think the third time that we did it, that's when we decided we said, "Well, let's pull the pin on racing and just." Focus on it. Focus on, I think, six months. Yeah. I'm just working on my back. Yeah. And strength training, mobility. Yeah. Like, it all came together in that six months. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it was definitely worth sticking around. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's how it all began. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yes, so, and now I haven't, it hasn't niggled once. Like, I've had no issues with it just done other injuries but <laughs> they haven't done me back yeah so so what's it kind of like it's a, been a fairly big shift from doing 150k's on the road bike a week yeah. to what to what you're doing now what's it roughly like how, so, how's that changed um, and, and was that like a sort of a mindset shift for you to, to focus a bit more on strength than the cardio yeah it was it was really hard because and even when we do like obviously strength training you do the training and when it comes to the cardio side of things or going for a, a, a one hour cycle, it's like, oh, one hour's not enough. Like, you know, I might only do 20Ks. It's like, you know, to get the mindset and changing, oh, I want to do 100Ks or 50Ks today. Like, yeah, um, it got to the point where it's like, okay, sell the road bike and we'll just <laughs> stick to mountain bikes. So you can only do that one hour, like just changing little things. Um, even like the mobility of a morning, like I get up early enough and then to try and change to get up twenty minutes earlier again, just to stretch in the morning, yeah, like is, is a big it was a big change, yeah, um, yeah. That's just, probably worth mentioning. Like, what's your like? Just quickly go over your daily schedule because <laughs> I think that's also <laughs> valuable too. Because so many people you'll hear that's the first flag they'll put up is oh, I don't have time to yep. train. So 
like you just said, you you found an extra twenty minutes in your morning to do a little bit of mobility. Yeah. What what time do you actually go to work in the morning? Um. So now I leave home at the latest by four thirty. Yeah. I leave. So I'm up most mornings by quarter to four. Yeah. Um. Get I give myself twenty minutes, half an hour, stretching. Yeah. Do what I got to do, and sort of get out the door. Yeah. Um. I spend a lot of time in the car, so that morning stretch is really beneficial yeah that's what i was going to say like you do you spend how many k's a week do you do about two thousand yeah k's so a week. you spend a lot of your day sitting down which isn't the optimal position so if you're in that situation then like devoting a little bit of time each day to a little bit of mobility is yeah and well that's for i think for a fair few years i was doing morning and nights yeah and then we just tapered it down to just mornings yeah um because I was trying to fit everything in and we'd add more stretches and more exercises and like it went from 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, like, like <laughs> all right, sort of getting up at 3.30 before, you know it. Yeah. So, but it's definitely beneficial. Yeah. And what about in the gym now? Like, yeah, so obviously train three days a week. Um, sometimes I train mornings before work. So yeah. I'll get to the gym at sort of 3, 3.30 yeah. and train. Um, but most of the time it's after work and, you know, after lunch sometime. Yeah. Um, so yeah, three days a week strength training has been good. It's been, it's been different to try and get used to at the start. Um, yeah. coming from someone that sort of really never did any weights. Yeah. To now doing weights. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been good. It's been helpful. Um, you know, it's been nice. Cause yeah, like now you're like routinely squatting and deadlifting like 100 or 125% of your body weight comfortably yep. and handling that as part of your, your weekly routine. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Obviously, that's not where we started, though. Like no, well, started, I remember when started I first started, with a, with I, started with a, I started with the broomstick <laughs> and then when we went to the bar, I then was lifting off the bench because I yep. remember we were lifting off the bench, not even off the ground. Yeah. And then we progressed from like, it was, I think... Once I got off the bench, we went to three um, 20 kilo plates, yeah. like propped up, then two, then one. And I remember we set a goal that I wouldn't get back on the bike until I could deadlift 100 kilos off the floor. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I remember that. And that was, yeah, f- when was that? I think it was like early December in I was going to say it was coming up to Christmas, wasn't it? It was then early you December 2018. Christmas, I think, did yep. you? Yep. So I had a bike sitting there, but yeah, once we got to that hundred kilos, it's like, all right, get on a bike now. Yeah. So it's, it, it was like yeah, massive progress. Yeah. Yeah. There was like thousands of reps with not much weight at all. Nah. Just, well, it just was relearning the move, well, learning the movement and training the body to feel safe in that movement. Again. Yeah. Well, I remember at the start, I couldn't even hinge. Yeah. With like, there was no hinge in my hips. <laughs> yeah. It was like... Yeah, it was, it was uh, a big learning curve. Yeah. But, you know, I was, what was I back then? I was 34, 35, 34. Yeah. 35 I was. Yeah. So, you know, doing, starting doing weights at a 30, at age of 35 is, you know, it's not something that you would start doing normally at 35. <laughs> normally when you've done weights, you've done it sort of progressively throughout growing up I suppose yeah most people yeah yeah so 
Yeah, no, it was it was good. Learned a lot and still learning. Yeah, just the beauty sure. of it. But like that, when you think about it, that hundred kilo goal of of deadlifting a hundred kilos, like if you fall off your bike and you got to pick it up, yep. like that's basically what you're doing. It's almost a hundred kilo, like a deadlift to get your bike yeah. stood up off the ground. Well, so it's 114 kilos my bike. So yeah, <laughs> oh, no, and I have dropped it several times and yeah. fallen off and picked it up. So <laughs> you, you know, it's not, you know, it's not an issue now. Yeah. It's just done with ease. And I guess knowing how to pick it up too, like not just picking it up, knowing to brace and pick it up where yeah. now it does. You don't even have to think about it. It just happens. Yeah, that's right. Well, you've done it. That's the whole the whole point of training. You, you're training that to happen sort of subconsciously. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yep. No, it's, it's been... Uh, and even that? like your mobility, man, has like progressed massively. Yeah, well, I think like, remember in... that first photo you sent yeah, of I your could... pipe. Like your, you talk about trying to touch your toes. <laughs> you, your fingers were at your kneecaps. Yeah, they were right at my kneecaps. Yep, I couldn't get <laughs> so past. Couldn't get past my knees. Yeah, yeah, that was shocking. Yeah, yeah, but now sort of, I can get my hands flat to the floor. Yeah, um, with a kettlebell, I can sort of get past my toes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, huge, huge yeah. difference. Have have you noticed a difference just in day to day life, like at work and and things like that, um, as well? Get, getting out of bed, I noticed, is easier. Yeah, like I used to get out of bed and like be just, I'd be stiff and like like could barely move. Yeah, where now I can get out of bed and like yeah, I feel good. Like there are some mornings it's like you don't even feel like you need to stretch. Yeah, you, I do anyway just because it's routine. Yeah, but it's like no, I'm feeling good. Yeah. So, um, like that's that's the biggest thing I noticed that and getting out of a, the car if I've been in it for four or five hours for the day. Yeah. I feel good. Yeah. Um, not crippled. Nah. Like yeah. Not like like the back is just in so much pain. Yeah. It's it's feels like normal. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're the they're the two biggest things that I notice. Yeah. Getting out of bed in the morning and sitting in the car and then getting out. It's not. I'm waiting 10, 15 minutes for it to warm up. Yeah. Before it comes good. Yeah. So, uh, oh, it's probably not something a lot of people can relate to about sitting in a car for so long and then getting out. But, um, you know, I guess a lot of people getting out of bed would be feeling like, oh, shit, I'm feeling old today. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's the difference. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. And what about on the bike? Like, you're obviously back into racing now. Like, obviously, you had to, like we mentioned, had to take a little bit of a spell there for six months or so to get to build the strength up to the point where you could handle it again. But you've had, like, a pretty solid year racing this year. Yeah, yeah. We had, like, sort of got half a year last year, and this year we've had another good year. And Yeah. um, Yeah, look, it's been, like, awesome. Like, obviously, 20... 2020 we had no racing yeah um but i was lucky obviously i was injured but um sort of that sort of helped that and then continue on 21 22 yeah it's been yeah we've had some good results this year so yeah yeah pretty happy yeah and what about next year like you've got some big a fair bit of traveling on the yes yes on the calendar next year been talking with with kazo from tweaked about obviously we're doing vix gncc uh, we're going to go Hatter, 
going back to Don River. Yeah. Um, and yeah, obviously we're looking to want to go to Kalgoorlie. Yeah, right. Just to try something different. <laughs> um, Bowen was only supposed to be a one-off, but it was so good up there. Yeah. Like we made a little holiday of it, and yeah, it's like oh, we're going back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, no, it's definitely helps being strong and fit. Yeah, definitely. How does that feel like now, being able to 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 race again like that and travel like when did you think like six years ago? Well, it's funny. Like before I did my back, obviously I was still racing, and we were doing two-hour cross countries back then. Yeah, and like I would struggle. Like I'd come into pit, and I'd be like, "I'm done." Like just nothing left. Yeah, um, and that's when you were cycling 150 k's away. Yeah, yeah, cycling and running, <laughs> and like I'm like I'm I'm like I was done. And then like you'd just go to bed, wake up, and you dread the sprints the next day. Like I'm like, why am I doing this? Like I enjoy it, but like it's just painful, killing me. <laughs> Um, but I'm not someone that is, I'm not someone that can just do nothing. I have to do something yep. and, and like racing was what I wanted to do, but yeah, yeah. So for so long, like it was just a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it was shocking. And I always used to go, it's, it's got to be the bike. Like it's got to be something. Never point the finger at yourself. It was always, it's got to be something else cause I'm fit. Yeah. Like, you know, you just. Yeah, and then obviously when I did my back, that was when things changed. And now, do a two-hour cross-country, I'd rather do a three-hour yeah. than a two-hour. You want to keep going. Well, we had a couple of this year where we, we went past the two hours, and yeah. it's like, yeah, this is grouse. Like, let's just yeah. keep going. Yeah. So, um, yeah, sort of getting to that second hour, and um, most of the time I'm quicker in my second hour than in my first. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a huge, different turnaround. Yeah. So... What do you think, what would be the biggest thing that you've learned in the last five years? Um, trusting a process. Yeah. Um, You've been good at that. Yeah, that's, uh, that was one thing that was like, obviously at the start when we were doing things and like it would just niggle. I'm like, why am I doing this? Like this is, like it's kind of hurting it. But yeah. sort of trusting what you were putting out yeah um to trust you know what you put forward is was one yeah um routine so training and stretching um like i don't go anywhere now without my foam roller if i stay somewhere overnight i take my foam roller yeah always just to have that in the morning to be able to use it stretch um learning to lift properly yeah uh, or learning to lift not even probably because I never done it. Didn't know how to lift. <laughs> um, most people that know me knows my wife does all the lifting, so <laughs> yeah. it was you know it was easy to just yeah learn the right way and yeah yeah it's good. Like now we get we go to the gym together and she still might outlift me sometimes, but um, yeah it's still like it's it's been good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, they're probably the biggest things that I've I've taken on board in the last five years. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I guess learning and trusting you in what you've what programs you've written out. Yeah, they're probably the biggest keys. Yeah, well, that's it's a big pat on the back for you, man, for that because that that is such a hard 
like working through pain it's a it's a tricky thing and you you do have to be comfortable with moving through the pain because it's not just like it's gonna go away it doesn't just go away when you start training or getting stronger it's it's gonna be a progression of it you kind of walk in that line because you that's the whole concept of overcoming pain is you're trying to like essentially just retrain your brain to feel safe yeah in positions under load and you're going to be walking that line you're constantly walking that line like you said when you start it's a broomstick yeah and like that might even flag a little painful signal at the start but then once that can be done pain-free then okay we go to a barbell yeah yeah and then once that can be done pain-free so it's yeah it's a it's a tedious process so for you to stick with it man and 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 move through that it's like it's you deserve a pat on the back man because it's yeah. it's not easy for it's not an easy thing to do it's, nah. e- it's easy to say oh fuck it doesn't work I'm just going to go back to well, dealing with it it was the Jefferson girls that were always the the one sitting in the back of your mind yeah just that leaning over and bending forward it's like oh Flexion. I can feel it I can feel it like and you know trying to hold it for that 10 seconds but it just feels like is it going to let go or is it going to going to yeah. be alright and you'd get up and like alright it's good and you know, just getting through those, they were the hardest, like, yeah, by far doing Jefferson curls, yeah, at the start because bending over was something that I knew that my back doesn't like. It was always, it yeah. always let go bending. bending over to do something, yeah. And I'm like, all right, this bloke's now getting me to bend over, <laughs> so, and, that, and that's the hardest thing is trusting a stranger, pretty much, yeah, like, you know, I don't think. I don't think I met you. I think we just spoke over the phone. Yeah, at the start. Um, and was, then I came out to online. meet you. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, well, yeah, let's 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 go with this. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, initially you're trusting a stranger. Yeah. To try and help you. Yeah, and and that's what I mean, man. I'm grateful for you doing that and and trusting the process. Yeah. Well, it's been it's been well worth that phone call. Yeah. Def- definitely. Yeah, definitely now. We'll thank, we'll thank Gojo for that. Yeah. We'll thank, we'll, thank, we'll thank Michael for that. Definitely. So, but yeah, no, look, it's been good. Still learn new things all the time. Yeah. So that's the that's the beauty of it. Like, yeah, it's been five years, but it's not, not, not stagnant, but it's like, there's always something new that I'm learning, new things in the program. Like, what is, what is this? I don't even know what this is. It's like, I better watch the video because I don't know what this is. So it's good. It's yeah. good that it, it's always changing up and yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a good lesson for anyone that's listening. Like if you, if you're experiencing pain, like even maybe it's a knee or a shoulder or a low back, whatever it is, yeah. like you have to find a way to, move into that range yeah. that's causing the pain at a level that allows you to do so w- without pain so it's yeah. regressing the movement right back to whatever it might just be body weight or a broomstick and then gradually building up because the like it's it's easy to think oh that position gives me pain so i'm just going to never go there again yeah, I'm yeah avoid that position but if you do that that's the pain will never go away. Yeah, it, well, that's right. It will, exactly. all, it will be there forever. So, yeah. The, yeah, you've got to try and find a way to, to move through the pain yep. at a level that, that's that's acceptable 
and build from there. Yeah. Well, that's like with when we when I did my bicep, we just started with we didn't even use a weight. We were using a little stick yeah. just to get the the twisting movement. Like yeah, and that like that hurt. But yeah, you know, I think it was like six weeks later, I was on like a one kilo weight. Yeah. Um. So yeah, things obviously it hurts, but you got to try and move past it. Yeah. Let it take the process. <laughs> um, what would you say, what advice would you give to someone if they're listening and they're potentially in a in a painful spot? What, um, what, what advice would you give them? I would say definitely shop around. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think you just... Well, get yeah. a, that's a good one for sure. Get a second opinion. Yeah, you, need, you need to know what's out there. I always, like, injuries are, um, they're... You've got to respect everyone's situation, yeah. and you, yeah, like I'm definitely don't want to say that surgery is not like some in some situations like you you potentially going to need surgery. Yeah. But if you go and see a surgeon, their job is to perform surgery. Yeah. So they're that's gonna, right. They're going to tell you that you need surgery. That's yeah. how they make money. They've got a business, so getting people on their table is how they make money. So. Yep. Nothing against them, but it's well worth getting a second opinion um, before you go down that route. Like that's my always mine. Like the surgery is a is a last resort. Yeah, well, see, if I had a went for the second opinion, and it was the same as the first opinion. Yeah. So, like, you know, you kind Ten of opinions. Well, well, it's not. It's it's. There's always got to be someone that thinks differently. Like, yeah. there's not people don't always they don't always think the same. Yeah. So you've got to find that person that thinks the way you want to, like the way you think and what you want. Yeah. Not like, okay, well, I've gone to three doctors and they've all said, I need to get the disc shaved because it's, you know, compressing the disc. And yeah. Surely there's got to be another, like I went to a physio. Yeah. Um, and sort of same thing. Yeah. Um, and then that's when Mel sort of said, well, let's see if we can find a trainer or someone that can see what they say yeah so I think you were third on the list as trainers <laughs> yeah third yeah second one. nah second yeah. second call so um, <laughs> yeah and, and you just got to find that person that I guess will take you where you want to go without like I guess surgery is the easy option but mm. I'm not a big fan of surgeries <laughs> well it's not it's I think that's probably a big misconception too. It's it's not an easy option. Yeah. Like, as you, as you know, with your bicep thing, like you, you had to have surgery on that with that injury. Yeah. There's a shitload of rehab after that surgery to get it to a point where it's at a, at a level you can perform the, the the duties that you want to perform. So it's the same with the... It's not just like if you had got that um, surgery done on your back. Yep. And you would have been, you would have walked out of that hospital and be like, right, I'm ready to race. Like, well, yeah, well, because you, you still got to rehab it. Yeah, but the bicep tendon is a perfect example where uh, in three months that we were rehabbing it, went back to the surgeon, and I pretty much had my arm straight. Yeah. And the surgeon says, oh, no, 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 you're doing too much. Slow down. Yeah. I said, no, I'm not. I said, I'm, I've got someone to help me train, like rehab it. Um, even my physio was like, yeah, mate, this is like really good. Like, Kicking goals. Yeah. Um, but the surgeon was like, oh no, slow down. <laughs> like, you know, r- really? Like, yeah. They just, he just didn't understand that mm. I'm not doing too much. I'm just doing what I can do. Yeah. Not doing nothing. Yeah. Um, 
and that, and that's just the way they think. Like, you know, where where he thought I would be in three months' time with shortening my arm, I was nearly straight, which yeah. is where you're supposed to be at six months. Yeah. Um, but that was all about trying to be able to drive again because they wouldn't let me drive. So yeah. Um, but yeah, that's surgeons. They just think this is where you should be at mm. this time, and that's it. Where I guess when you're training with a trainer or someone training you, your progression could be different. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it's amazing how adaptable the body is and I think a lot of people are of like earth way too far on the side of caution. Yeah. And and aren't don't realise what the body is actually capable of when you sort of push the that line and, yeah. and move the needle a little bit. Well moving it I think after surgery, we like we said, like oh, I was in a full arm and plaster, but let's just start drawing, yeah. moving fingers and yeah. getting blood flow going, like yeah. just little things. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's something I've, I've something else I've learned, I suppose, is sitting there resting it for weeks on end is probably not doing it any favors. Yeah. Where moving as soon as you can is is doing yeah. yourself a lot more. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Beneficial. Yeah. So yeah, like you're always learning things. <laughs> always, and definitely we we both are. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been it's been really good and like yeah, I'll just keep going and keep racing until I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Until <laughs> you find some more races to tick off the list. Yeah, but it's just good. Like you know, obviously now the last couple of years been racing with Kazo from Tweak on a Sherco, so yeah, it's just like oh, these boys are. Loving going to races, so it's and, good fun. Oh, it's awesome! Like good bunch of blokes, and yeah, yeah, and that's what it's all about. Eh? Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, it helps obviously having a really good supportive wife. That yeah, happy to support what what I do, and yeah, always helps. Definitely, and keep, one that keeps me in line, and the one that can give you a nudge in the deadlift states. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, she is. Yeah, she. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> she does. But anyway, that's right. It's no secret. <laughs> um, what, is there anyone else you'd like to thank? Or obviously, Mel's a big one. For sure. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely been my number one supporter. Yeah, since day dot. Uh, I guess Ryan Cousins at Tweaked his last few years and helped me out. Obviously, Sherco helped me out too with through the shop. So yeah, um, it's been a big help. Obviously, you. Obviously, you know, probably wouldn't be where I am now. And I've said it to you plenty of times. I'm fitter. At, 42 than I was at 30 yeah um you know mobility is a lot better at 42 than I was at 30 so yeah you know that 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 helps yeah sure um so yeah it's definitely been a extension of being able to race that's for sure yeah because probably I wouldn't be racing if I was still on the uh road cycle and running (laughs) (laughs) I'd be done yeah definitely so um, yeah, I don't know who else to thank. Just whoever else is helping us out, and there's a few out there, but it's good. Appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time, mate. No worries. We better go have a mountain bike ride. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> thank you. No worries.